What up and welcome to the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Bone. Thank you for tuning in. Episode 168 in the ha. What's good, everybody? Thank you for tuning in, whether you're on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app. And what's really good? I hope everybody had a good holiday this past weekend. You know, hope everybody's safe, healthy, all that good shit. We about to ring in the new year. And, you know, how y'all really doing out there? Hope y'all doing good. I'm chilling. You know, just kicking it over here beneath the dirt. And, uh, you know, we about to get into this top 20 albums of 2021. About to break down all my favorite albums from this year. But before we do that, y'all got to make sure you go check out the year-end wrap-up podcast that I did with the homie Joker's Gallery. Episode 167, available everywhere right now. We kicked it for two and a half hours and just broke down everything that happened this year. It was a super dope podcast. Had a lot of fun. Shout out, shout out to Joker's Gallery for kicking it for two and a half hours. I know some of y'all been saying y'all want a longer podcast. I hope that one's long enough for you because <laughs> uh, that's easily the longest show I've done yet. But that is available everywhere. Podcasts are available. Also, go follow the best of 2021 playlist up on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. All my favorite songs from 2021 of two again, two and a half hours of music. Songs from every album we're talking about today and many more. So follow that. Beneathdirt.com will get you to the playlists to find the podcast. Get the merch. Don't forget about the t-shirts and hoodies. You know, we had a sale this weekend. I'm actually going to extend it to midnight tonight. I know I said yesterday on Sunday that the sale would be over at midnight, but we're going to extend it one more day because that's what the flyer said. I fucked up the flyer. I put the 28th. So we're just going to extend it to tonight, Monday, the 28th, $17 t-shirts. Go copy one, BeneathDirt.com. And yeah, before we break down the top 20 albums, I want to give a shout out to Kilimanjaro for the donation this week. Much fucking love to Kilimanjaro and the generous donation. They wrote, Merry Christmas and thanks. uh, Sorry, Merry Christmas and thanks for the support you gave me with podcasting this year. Thanks to your help. My first episode drops January 4th. 22 keep up the freshness with the episodes and playlists kilimanjaro thank you thank you for the generous donation much fucking love to you and anybody else who has ever donated to the show super dope very very much appreciated much love and let's stop wasting any more time and let's get into the top 20 albums of 2021 man we had a bunch of music drop this year. It was actually 2021 started out pretty slow with music. Second half of the year, it kind of picked up and we got a bunch of new music um, this year. So, yeah, let's fucking do it. Get into number 20 right out the bat with Mav and Spanish Ran with their album Breakfast at Sue's Mav of the Cloth. Uh, I fuck with Mav pretty heavy. I fucks with Mav. Dude is super dope, in my opinion, um, of the cloth. Spanish Ran. I don't know if I've heard his production before, but his production on this Breakfast to Sue's album with Mav is fucking fire. Mav, one of the more laid-back MCs, and he just had a overall fire 2021. This was the third project that he dropped this year and it just it was my favorite one i felt like this was the most consistent project cohesive project and if you just like that grimy new york new york boom bap shit you're gonna like this you know like i said he's more of a mellow mc you know but he fucking brings it on here super dope my favorite tracks on here i'm gonna do a top three for each album my top three songs on Mab and Spanish Rand's Breakfast at Sue's would probably be Church Girl. That shit is fire. Area 51 featuring UFO Fev. 
That shit is also fire. And probably Field Day featuring Times Changed. I really dig this album. Mav had just an incredible year in 2021. He actually dropped four projects this year. He dropped a collaboration with Asan Eastwood earlier in the year as well. And that almost made almost made the list. But this right here, Mav and Spanish Ran, Breakfast at Sue's, is fucking fire. Go peep that shit. Peep all these albums I'm talking about. I'm not going to keep repeating myself. Peep it. Peep every album because there's a reason why they made the top 20 list of this year. Coming in at 19, Riggs and Future Wave with Substance Abuse. Riggs, another member of The Cloth. I guess, I guess you could consider him the leader of The Cloth. He put out a couple projects this year and... This actually dropped December of last year, I believe. So, yeah, December of last year. I meant to make that disclaimer before the episode dropped. I don't count albums that dropped in December of this year, although no albums that dropped in December this year, if there was even any, made the list or would have made any list anyway. And I'm also doing EPs. Like, this is albums and EPs. Mixing it all together. It don't fucking matter if it has four songs or 28 songs. <laughs> We're doing it all on this list. But 19 is Riggs and Future Wave. And Future Wave is a fucking dope producer. Super dope producer. Riggs, my favorite member of the cloth. And this this is that real grimy in your face, punch you in the fucking mouth type shit. I, I, this album is super dope. The artwork is fucking fire. Like... Even if I'd never heard of Riggs or Future Wave before, just seeing this artwork right here, I'd be like, yo, I got to peep this album because this shit is fire. Um, I, I, I love this album, man. Top three favorite songs for me off this would probably be Bodies Behind Mojos. He dropped a video for that. I just love that shit. Shit is fire. Uh, Buckshot BB with Rob Gates. That's probably my favorite song on this album. That shit is super dope. Rob Gates is Fucking, ah, so grimy, so, so gutter. And my third favorite song will probably be, I don't know, Basura, Basura, that, I mean, that's an intro, but it was fucking fire. Sheridan Grapes, Sheridan, I'm, I'm, I'm going up between Sheridan Grapes and Picture Yourself. I don't know. But those are my favorite songs off the project. Super dope. And, you know, I got hard copies here. I got the fucking CD. Every album but one album on this list had a CD drop to accompany it. So we're just going to be, you know, I'm, I'm reading off the CDs. And I got them all right here. Coming in at number 18, though, is Flea Lord DJ Muggs with Ram LZ. I was mad hyped for this project when Flea Lord was hyping it up last year. And it dropped early this year. This shit is fire. Another cover art. You know, the artwork is fucking phenomenal. It's another one that's like, even if I never heard of it, I got to check it out just based on the artwork alone. This, in, this shit is just fire, you know. Flea Lord, I really became hip to Flea Lord last year. He had a couple albums that made my top 20 last year. DJ Muggs, DJ Muggs, legendary producer. I mean, come on. If you don't know fucking DJ Muggs and you listen to rap, get the fuck out. You know, I don't know what to tell you, but this shit is fire. The beats on here from Muggs, killer, Flea Lord, just bringing that grimy gutter shit as usual. And my top three favorite songs off Ram LZ from Flea Lord and DJ Muggs. Probably be Driver's Seat, Paying Homage, CNN. That's probably my favorite song on the project. I love that shit. Super fire. 45 in my pocket. I mean, come on. That shit is fucking fire as well. And Queens Get Money featuring Mayhem Loren. Those three songs right there, fire. But every song on this project, super dope. Love this shit. You know, Flea Lord, he's just become one of... An artist that I just look forward to anytime he drops some new shit. This was my favorite project that he dropped in 2021. And it's coming in 
at number 18. Let's get into number 17. This project here, I kind of slept on it first. But, you know, maybe a month, month and a half went by. I went back to it, and this shit is fire. It's an EP. I think there's only six songs. You know, there's ten total songs on here on the track list, but four of them are skits and interludes. So there's six actual songs on here. Oh, the horror meets Blazy Dead Homie. This shit is fire. Super dope. Tell me how Blazy Dead Homie put out the best rock project like from the wicked shit this year maybe not the best but one of the best projects from an artist who does wicked shit this year he teamed up with oh the horror i really fucked with oh the horror this year and this project if you slept on it you're missing out man um grady finch his production and the music that he produces is super dope Super dope. Love the fucking the shit that he comes up with. Blaze switching it up on here. Different styles on these songs. Super hard. Love all the screams and shit on here. Just a super hard in your face. It's short as hell. If you take out all the skits and intros, it's short as hell. But it's just to the fucking point. Punches you in the face repeatedly. And then it's fucking done. And you're left with fat lips and black eyes and fucking... Busted up fucking nose and shit. Love this. Love this project, man. You know, there's only six songs, but I got to pick three. My three favorites. Dream. Death Rules Everything Around Me. You know, playoff of Wu-Tang's Cream. They did a video for that. That shit's fire. Listen Up. Some party anthem type shit. Love that. And Chop Shop. Welcome to the Chop Shop. Ugh. That shit's fire. But every song on Oh the Horror Meets Blaze Your Dead Homie is fucking fire. And peep this project if you haven't checked it out yet. Especially if you're a fan of Blaze and you're and you might not be a fan of Oh the Horror. This shit is fire, man. I'm fucking telling you. It's super, super dope. Peep it. And then coming in at number 16. We got Conway the Machine with La Machina. My favorite project from Conway the Machine this year. He dropped two this year. The other one being uh, uh, the the project with Big Ghost. I like that one was okay. Not as good as um, the first project they did together. But this shit right here is fucking fire. You know, he dropped from King to a God last year, which was my album of 2020. And, you know, he followed it up with this right here. And this is a solid project from Conway, man. I mean, consistency and quality. Griselda just embodies consistency and quality. They really do. Benny, Conway, Westside. This shit right here is my favorite Westside project of the year. Dope production. A lot of trap sounding shit. You know, trappy type beats on here. But Conway fucking kills it, man. He really does. My three favorite songs off Conway's La Machina is Bruiser Brody, the, the opening track. That shit is fire. Just classic Griselda shit. Um, Clarity um, is probably a top five song of 2021. Even though this album is number 16 on my list, Clarity has got to be a top five song of 2021 for me. I love that shit. Super dope. And I got to go with, I probably got to go with KD. Just like when he performed that shit live on the Love Will Get You Killed tour, which I went to this year, that shit got the crowd hyped. Loved KD. My favorite track, though, Clarity. Just uh, super fire, man. Conway the Machine just remains super consistent. Hasn't dropped a whack project yet, in my opinion. And... You know, supposedly we're getting God Don't Make Mistakes next month. So I'm hyped for it. If you haven't checked out Conway based on any of my recommendations, what the fuck you doing, man? This this album is fire. Super dope project from Conway the Machine. Coming in at number 16 
with La Machina. And then coming in at number 15, I'm going to be honest. I don't think anybody anybody thought that this group was making the list. If If you've been listening to the podcast every week, you probably didn't think this group was making the list. But here we are, number 15, with Twisted and Electric Lettuce. My favorite project that Twisted dropped this year. I think this is what? Five or six songs as well. Like it's just a short ass EP. But they brought the fucking heat with Electric Lettuce. I love this EP. I bumped the shit out of this when it dropped. It was a 420 uh, release earlier this year. Got a posse track on here featuring the whole m and squad. And, you know, I said it when I did my initial review of this project was it almost sounds like a monoxide solo project where and at the last minute they were like, fuck it, let's make this into a, a twisted project and throw it out for 420 because this is mostly monoxide on this project from having you know, two verses on a song to being on a majority of the hooks on this shit. But regardless, Monoxide and Madrox brought it on Electric Lettuce. Fucking fire project. My favorite songs on here. We All Float. Another one of my favorite songs of 2021. That shit is just a banger. That shit gets you hype. I would love to see them perform We All Float live. That shit is Get you fucking hype. And second favorite song probably be High Till I Die featuring Lee Carver. Lee Carver killed his verse on there. They just destroyed that track. And then probably got to go with uh, Right Here Ninja. This shit right here, Ninja. Super dope. Very dope project from Twisted. You know, I know they dropped Unlikely Prescription this year, which was the main album that they dropped wasn't I just wasn't feeling it but this shit this was my type of shit right here and them just rapping their asses off rap you know and it's themed around 420 you know not always is that type of shit gonna catch my ear I don't I don't smoke like that but this shit was fucking fire. this shit right here ninja this shit was fire man so shout out to twisted for dropping a dope 420 project this year. And let's get into number 14 on the top 20 list of 2021. Benny the Butcher, Pyrex Picasso, another short EP, six songs, a lot of EPs on this list. And a lot of artists, I think there's like five artists on here that have multiple out, like at least two projects. On this list this year. And Benny the Butcher's Pyrex Picasso. Short but sweet. This was actually originally recorded. Right after he had dropped Tanatalk 3. And it was supposed to drop. It was supposed to be the follow up to Tanatalk 3. But Rare Skrilla. Who produced this album. Held on to it for the last few years. Finally dropped it this year. And it's just. Man, this would have been a great follow-up to Tanatalk 3, but regardless, it's a dope project. I'm glad it finally came out, saw the light of day. The production on here from Rare Skrilla is fire. Benny brings it as you as usual. You know, he he's pretty consistent as well. My favorite song on here is Pyrex Picasso, the title track with Conway and Rick Hyde. That's probably a top five track right there. Of the year for me as well. I love that shit. Rick Hyde kills the chorus. On that song. Benny and Conway. Bring the fucking heat on there as well. Flood the Block. Super dope. And probably Fly With Me. To wrap out my top three songs on here. There's only six. That's half half the EP. But this shit. Super dope. Super fire man. Benny the Butcher. Just remains one of my favorite. Artists out there and peep it short but sweet listen i think it's like six songs coming in like 15 minutes very short but fucking short but to the point man a lot of these eps that dropped just they get right to the fucking point and you know they don't fuck around 
But let's get but let's get into number 13. Now this one isn't available digitally. The only way you could get this is if you attended Magic Ninja's Attack of the Ninjas concert. Shout out to the homie Chip Bannon for getting me a copy. I got my copy. I bumped the fuck out of this when it dropped. This was this is almost like a follow-up to Twisted's Year of the Sword, where they highlighted all Magic Ninja Entertainment artists. This is the same shit. This is kind of like a follow-up to that. It just ain't available on Apple Music or Spotify. You can find the songs on YouTube, but this shit go hard. 11 tracks. This is more like a full-length album. You know, Buckshot, uh, he helped put this one together. And he did a great job of picking what artists to be on what songs. Because this shit, like, it's got to be hard to just get everybody to submit verses and get on these songs. But, man, my favorite part about the Attack of the Ninjas album is Rapper Red. Rapper Red, he's only featured on, I think, two, maybe three songs on here. But he absolutely destroys his verses on here and really just put me on to him being like, God damn, this dude is talented as hell. And he really brought the heat on here. Um, one of the songs that he was featured on on here that I that was super dope was Kill. It was Oh the Horror featuring Jamie Madrox, Red, and Insane E, rapper Red fucking killed it on there everybody killed it but red destroyed his verse on there my favorite verse on the entire project love that song super dope other favorite tracks on here would probably be shit i really liked i like the zodiac imprint space between us we the under we are the underground was a fire track as well. I'll probably go with those three as my three favorites from the album. You know, it was it was really cool to get a Zodiac imprint song. You know, they've been teasing us saying that they've been in the studio for at least the last year. So it's nice to get a new song from them on this project right here. But this Attack of the Ninjas album just as good, if not better. Than the Year of the Sword album that Magic Ninja dropped a few years back. Super dope. Glad I got a copy. Shout out to the homie Chip again for getting me that. And you can check it on YouTube. So if you haven't heard it, go peep it on YouTube because it is fucking fire. Super dope. And then coming in at number 12 on the top 20 of 2021 is Ouija Mac and his project Dirtbag. I don't know if this is considered an album or a mixtape or what, but it, to be honest, don't really matter. Again, quality and quantity when they meet, it's fucking special. Ouija Mac, my favorite artist in the wicked shit underground scene right now. Just maybe overall, this dude just absolutely kills it. I kind of slept on Dirtbag when it first dropped. I did bump it a little bit. Um, but the last couple months of this year, I really got into Dirtbag. And this shit is fire, man. Production on here. You know, Devereaux, Shaggy the Airhead got some shit on here. Very solid project. The artwork drawn by Tom Wood absolutely killed the artwork on here. And Ouija Mac, man. I've been all over the... I've been all... I've been dick riding this dude all fucking year straight the fuck up, but I can't help it because he just drops such dope fucking music. And peep this shit. This is more mellow, more mellow, darker kind of Ouija Mac. Not a lot of hype shit on here. There's a couple tracks that get you kind of hype, but it's just really dark, mellow, you know, I don't know how else to explain it, and I don't know if I'm explaining that even properly, but this shit is fire, man. This is a full-length project. I believe 17 tracks on here. My top three off Ouija Max Dirtbags would probably be La, La Cien, La, 
I don't even know how to pronounce that shit. Las La Cien La Cienga? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. But I fucking love that track. That shit is hype as fuck. Shit is super dope. Uh what else? Not enough. Loved not enough. I felt like the album started out kind of slow, but as this out project went on, it got really strong towards the end. Really strong towards the end. And then third favorite probably be Die Like This. Like I said, I really love the second half going into the end. Even though the whole thing is dope, it really picks up. Like it just gets better and better as you listen to it. Um, as the album plays out. Ouija Max, Dirtbag, coming in at number 12. Super dope project. Just, again, when quantity and quality meet, man, it's just, it's, it's something to be seen, you know what I mean? <laughs> Super dope. And let's get into number 11 of the top 20. We got to go Cabal, Lowkey, Mr. Gray, Buckshot, the album is called The Watchers. This shit is fucking fire. Probably the best just straight wicked shit album of 2021. Actually, it is because there is no other. I'm looking at my list over here. No other just straight wicked shit albums for the rest of the list. This is the number one wicked shit album of 2021. If you haven't checked it out, what the fuck are you doing, man? Low-key Mr. Gray Buckshot brought it on here, man. Fucking fire. Super dope project. Seven produced the entire thing, you know, dude who who was Strange Music's producer. He's produced for Twisted. He's got production for Mac Lethal. Production all over the place. He absolutely killed the production on here. Gray Loke and Buck absolutely destroyed their verses and everything else on here. Love this project. Best Wicked Shit project of 2021, in my opinion. Top three songs for me off The Watchers would probably be the title track, The Watchers. I love that shit. That was the single, but that song is fucking fire. I love that shit. Madness in Me. Mr. Gray just really shined on this project and he i was a fan of mr gray before this anyway but got me pipe got me hyped for new mr gray in the future and he absolutely killed madness in me fucking fire and then devil inside loki on that hook and his verse like loki stole the show on that song right there and it's just i love loki singing man and he brought it on that um devil inside Super dope project. You know, you might say I'm biased because I got a shout out on the album as well, which was fucking very unexpected, but super dope. That was fucking awesome, man. But this album, the best wicked shit. If you just love wicked shit and you want that, that just classic horrorcore, just type shit, Cabal the Watchers. If you didn't listen to this and you're a fan of the wicked, you're doing yourself a disservice by not listening to this album. I mean, low-key, Ben putting it down for the wicked shit for mad years. Mr. Gray dabbling a little bit here and there. Same with Buckshot dabbling, getting their toe in the water. But they went fucking balls deep on the wicked shit with this album. Super dope. The merch packs and all that shit. Fucking fire. Cabal. The Watchers. Such a such a dope album, and I'm hoping that we get a follow-up to it. Buckshot teased a follow-up to it, like, pretty much immediately after the album dropped. Fingers crossed that it's true, and that we do get one, because that would be super dope. And here we are. We're here, the top 10 of 2021, but I want to do... I want to do some honorable mentions before we get into the top... 10 of 2021 honorable mention number one it's got to be a la zululu with necronomicron 2 dope project from a la zululu i love the boom bap shit that they were doing 
on that project is dope. 420 themed throughout, you know, just a follow-up to Necronomicron. It was a dope project. Keep that shit if you ain't checked it out. I want to give, let's see, Ritz SOS. That was a dope EP that Ritz dropped this year. Um, Almost made the list, but just not quite. Dope project from Ritz. A lot of personal shit on there. Actually, it wasn't a lot of personal shit. He kind of teased it like it was going to be a lot of personal shit. Ended up only being one song with some personal shit. But regardless, it was a dope project. From Ritz. Got to give a shout out to Rob Gates of The Cloth with Rob Get Liked Rob 2. That shit was fire. Dope little uh, EP, I guess you would call it. Um, I don't think it was quite an album, but it was dope. Rob Gates just grimy in your face, the way his style is. And one last project I want to give a shout out to is Lex the Hexmaster, Palace of Illusions. I swear EPs run ran fucking music this year. But Lex the Hexmaster, Palace of Illusions, which just recently came out, was a dope EP. Uh, so, yeah. Honorable mentions. Go peep those shits. A la Zululu, Necronomicron 2, Ritz SOS, Rob Gates with Rob, Rob Like Get Robbed 2, and Lex the Hexmaster, Palace of Illusions. Yeah. Fucking dope, man. Like I said, a lot of dope music dropped this year. And let's get into that top 10, shall we? Coming in at number 10 is Riggs with his album Wake Ups. I like this one better than Substance Abuse. I could, you know, I could see why some people may like Substance Abuse better than Wake Ups. But to me, this felt like an album. Like this felt like like just a really good put together project from Riggs. And it's just, I bumped the shit out of this project this year. I love the cover. You know, a throwback to like the 90s Fleer basketball cards. Super dope. Riggs again is one of my is is my favorite artist from the cloth and just one of my all, all around favorite artists currently out right now. This dude's style is super dope. And this project to me is his best project of 2021, making the top 10 at number 10. My top 3 favorite songs, my top 3 songs on this project probably be Get Yours produced by Giallo Point. That shit is one of my favorite songs of the year. That produ- that production on that song is so dope. Love that track. Uh, probably got to go with Let Me featuring Rob Gates. Rob Gates killed all his features this year. Love that track right there. And probably Swole Hearted. Love that shit. Some more, you know, meaningful, introspective type shit. But Riggs... And his album, Wake Ups, is fucking fire. 14 tracks. This is a full-length album. Absolutely killed it. Just love the way this album played out. Front to back. Not one bad song on here. Just super dope, man. Again, the cover art is fucking fire. Shout out to Riggs and to Cloth. I'm a fan, and I'm just looking forward to fucking everything that they're doing going forward. So, you know. Just a super dope project from Riggs coming in at number nine. This is the album that didn't have a CD released to accompany it, but was phenomenal. I did buy the digital of it just so I could support the artist animal formerly known as Crossworm. He's the one that does the, the beat for the intro of this show. And This is the album that I've wanted from Crossworm since he dropped Parasite Avenue. He finally gave it, gave it to us. He dropped it under a new alias animal. It's an EP 25 minutes. It's nine songs, borderline an album, but, uh, man, front to back fucking dope. Love this shit. Love his singing on here. Love his production. You know, he was calling it dark pop, dark, Dark Wave, I believe, like Dark New Wave style. I w- I'd probably just call it Dark Pop Music because that's pretty much what it is. 
And this shit is super dope, super catchy. Played the shit out of it. I wish it had a CD release just because I'm a CD collector. But regardless, this shit was fucking fire. I'm definitely looking forward to more projects under the animal moniker from Crossworm. And yeah, this shit is just super dope. My top three off animals one would be Your Misery, which was the single for the album. Love Your Misery. That shit is fucking fire. My favorite track on here, In Time, just super dope. Love that shit. And then probably Fever in the Night, my third favorite track on here to round out the top three. And he did have remixes on here. He had Come Undone and Rock On. I forget the bands who did those songs, but those covers were fucking fire. Super dope. If you like pop music, dope singing, this dude's production has always been one of my fucking favorites since I've been a fan of his. And just glad he fucking gave us an album where he's doing It's all singing. And it's just poppy, vibey, catchy as hell, super dope. Peep that animal, A-N, the number one, M-L. The project is called One, and it is fire. Super dope, man. I bumped the shit out of that EP as well. But, yeah, let's keep it going, shall we? Number eight. We got Benny the Butcher, Harry Fraud, with The Plugs I Met 2. Man, this is a great comeback album for me from Benny the Butcher. You know, he dropped The Burden of Proof last year, which I wasn't the biggest fan of. Followed it up with this production from Harry Fraud. Harry, Harry Fraud, one of the top producers of this year, without a doubt. Dude just produced mad, ill shit all year long. And he did this one with Benny. Eight tracks. Pretty much a fucking EP. But damn. This shit is fire. Almost as good as the first one. If not just as good as the first plugs I met. I don't know man. This shit on here. That sounds like it could have been on Tana Talk 3. Like no instructions. That song. That song sounds like it could have been. Tana Talk 3 or like a outtake from Tana Talk 3. That song is just phenomenal. Another one of my favorite songs of the year. Love that shit. Um, talking Back with Fat Joe. Come on, man. Fat Joe killing on there. I know he caught some flack for some shit that he said on that song, but super dope. Longevity with French Montana and Jim Jones. Come on, man. And then Survivor's Remorse with Rick Hyde. Like, every song on here, it's eight tracks, but every fucking track on here is fucking fire, man. Super dope. Benny absolutely brought it on here. The production from Harry Fraud, super dope. And, man. It made me a fan of Harry Fraud. I know I've heard his shit before, but it really made me a fan of Harry Fraud. All the work that he did this year. He absolutely brought it with Plugs I Met too. Man. Benny the Butcher just fucking killed it. I stay looking forward to what he's got coming. And, you know, now I'm an even bigger fan of Harry Fraud. And speaking of Harry Fraud, shit. Let's get into number seven. Jim Jones and Harry Fraud. The Fraud Department. Man, Jim Jones. I slept on Jim Jones for the longest time. I only became... Really familiar with Jim Jones with his waste talent wasted album that dropped three years ago, I think, maybe four. But I've been a fan since. He dropped my favorite album of 2019 with El Capo. He dropped El Capo 2.0 last year, which was I think top five. And here he is in the top ten. This year, Jim Jones just one of the best, most consistent artists of the last few years. His project with Harry Fraud, the Fraud Department. Front to back banger, 11 tracks. Love this shit, man. Love Jim Jones' style. The features that he gets. 
he just absolutely kills it. He really does just year after year for these last few years. He's just been fucking killing it. Top three songs off the fraud department. I got to go with Fucked Up featuring Belly. I just, I love that track, man. Just kind of some party type feeling type shit, but the lyrics don't really, you know, give that kind of vibe. But the beat and the hook, the way the shit sounds does. Love that shit. The People featuring Conway and Mark. Mark Scabilia, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, Mark has been on the last couple Jim Jones projects. Love when he's on anything. That dude's voice is super dope. Love that project. Uh, Love that song, sorry. And then I got to go with Bada Bing featuring French Montana, man. Not a big French Montana fan, but he killed features this year. 100% on projects that I heard. And Bada Bing is fucking fire. Love that shit. But every song on Jim Jones and Harry Fraud's The Fraud Department is banging. Super dope. Played the shit out of it. Just that grimy shit, man. It really is. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to hear what Harry Fraud's got coming for 2022. I really can't. I know Jim Jones got some shit dropping soon with DJ Drama. Actually, wasn't that supposed to drop? I don't know. I might have to look that up. But, yeah. I'm a newer fan of Jim Jones, but everything that he's dropped the last few years has been fucking fire, man. Really has. Just been super dope. Let's get into number six. Almost to that top five, but coming in at number six, Tech Nine with his album Asinine. Fucking man. Another great comeback album coming off of uh, Enter Fear last year. Wasn't a big fan of that. The year before that, he had dropped Nina, which I loved. I put that in my top five of all time Tech 9 albums. But he's back with Asinine. You know, he went viral for getting The Rock on here, like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That was some wild shit. But this album as a whole, super dope. There are two songs I skip. But there's 17 songs on here. So 15 songs. Those 15 songs are so good. So good. And like, you could tell when Tech Nine's hungry. Like, you could tell when this dude's really trying to prove a point. And he was trying to prove a point with Asinine and just absolutely killed it. Just, you know, uh, Seven's not producing all of his shit anymore, which I think is a good thing. As great of his producer as seven is i think when an artist and a producer work too much together it just becomes kind of played out i don't know if that's the right word but it's it's kind of like eh. but he's got a whole bunch of different producers on here i love that he's working with different a whole a whole bunch of different producers and this album is super dope top three songs on here no seums with Snow the Product and Russ. I've said this so many times on this podcast so far, but one of my favorite songs of the year. I love that shit. Fire. Love that song so much. Then I got to go with Take Your Halo. God damn. That's Hungry Tech at its finest right there. With Take Your Halo. You know, addressing fans, addressing former strange music artists on there. Like, if you got something to say about the label, say it. Then bring it, because I'm going to fucking follow it up. And, man, I I love that track. Just Hungry Tech at its best right there. And then Special, featuring Ashton Ray with Accents by T-Pain. Super, super dope way to end the album. I wish the song was, like, six minutes long. I wish it was twice as long than it was, but... Great way to end the album. Super dope project from Tech Nine, man. He really brought the fucking heat on this album. Tech Nine, just one of my all-time favorite artists, and he killed it with Asinine. Super dope. I, I just love when Tech gets a fucking fire under his ass, and he feels like he has to prove a point. Just super dope. I I, I don't know what else to say, but he fucking absolutely killed it. With Asinine this year. And 
know, I stay looking forward to what Tech Nine has to offer in the future. It just is what it is. Tech Nine, just like I said, one of my all time favorite artists. But let's get into number five. The number five spot. We are in the top five. This dropped earlier in the year and it was such a dope project. I bumped the shit out of this project. The only reason why this didn't make uh, my top albums on Apple Music, like the replay from Apple Music, is because I played the CD. You know, once I found out Apple Music offered lossless music, that's when I pretty much just switched to listening to pretty much all my music digitally. But I bumped the shit out of this CD right here and digitally as well. Once I, you know, like I said, once I found out Apple Music had lossless, but at number five, and a fucking man, Buckshot, Kung Fu Vampire, Double Dragon, these dudes brought the fucking heat. 12 tracks, two being remixes. Uh, this shit is just, uh, I love this shit, man. Kung Fu Vampire. I've known of Kung Fu Vampire for a long time, but in the last few years, I've really liked the music that he's put out in the last few years. Buckshot, I've been familiar with Buckshot for quite a few years, but this year and a little bit last year is like when I really started getting onto this dude's music, and he fucking killed it. I, w- I was mainly looking for, I'll be honest, I, w- I was mainly looking forward to this album because of Kung Fu Vampire. But Buckshot fucking killed it on here too. Their wordplay, the way they bounce off each other, the way this album sounds, it just, it's so, so good. Like it sounded like they were recording it together and you know that this was recorded probably during the pandemic and you, they're on the opposite sides of the fucking country from each other. But damn, this project is fire. Super dope. I have the Buckfu version. I wish I had the deluxe version. I slept on getting a copy of that, but I got I got the Buckfu version and uh this album is super dope. I know you've heard of Kung Fu Vampire. I know you've heard of Buckshot. Even if you're not a fan of both, you got to give this project a shot cuz it's just they absolutely kill it on here. Super dope. My top 3 songs off this project Buck Fu, great opening track. Such a dope, that's some mosh pit shit, some fight music. I love that shit. Just super dope track. Torn Apart, featuring David Ray. Love Torn Apart. Kung Fu Vampire kills it on here. David Ray absolutely kills the hook on there. And then number three, damn. Probably be Double Dragon, just because of the hook from Demi Demery. Absolutely killed the hook on there. Love the Double Dragon sample on that song as well. Great way to end the main part of the project up. Such a dope closer for the Double Dragon project. But also, I gotta give it. I gotta give props to "Don't Get Beat Up." That shit is fire. "Don't Get Beat Up," produced by Young Wicked. Man, love that shit. But front to back, not one skipper on here. Buckshot. Kung Fu Vampire coming at number five with Double Dragon. Just a solid, solid project from them, man. Just mm. would love to see them eventually live and perform some of those songs live. That would be just super dope to see. But let's keep it going at number four with a rock project. The first, actually, this is the second rock project on the list. The first being Oh, the Horror Meets Blaze Your Dead Homie. This is one of my favorite bands of all time. A top five band for me, quite frankly. Evanescence, The Bitter Truth. I know this isn't underground. This isn't rap. I don't give a fuck. I love this band so much. This album, this is the first album in 10 years, I believe it was. A long ass time since they dropped the self-titled project, but the bitter truth. And for the most part, it didn't disappoint. Now there's 12 songs on here. 
I skipped three of them. There's three songs. That's the most songs on any uh, any of their albums that I don't like. But those nine other songs are so fucking good. So good. And I played the shit out of this album, man. Like I said, Evanescence is just one of my favorites. I wish I could say front to back banger. <laughs> um, You know, it might be for some, but for me, no. But those nine songs are just so good that I got to put it at the number four spot. I do. Even though I skipped skip three songs, it's got to be at the number four spot. It's such a good album from Evanescence. Also, I, 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 no, never mind. I love, I love this album, man. Evanescence is the shit. I'm going to see them in concert soon. I don't know if anybody listening to this podcast is a fan or not. Probably talking shit to me, leaving a comment right now about how I listen to Evanescence. I give zero fucks. I love this band, and the album is fucking super dope. So number four, Evanescence with the bitter truth, man. I hope we don't have to wait 10 years for another album. But yeah, top three. Woo. Top three. Here we go. Let's, let's just get right into it. Number three, Ouija Mac back on the list again with pretty ugly Two. I like pretty ugly Two better than Dirtbag. I've seen people rank Dirtbag higher than Pretty Ugly 2, but I love Pretty Ugly 2. The production that Devereaux did on this album is phenomenal. The new sounds that he's playing with on this project are just super dope. Shout out to Devereaux for absolutely killing the production on Pretty Ugly 2. And shout out to Ouija Mac for just bringing the, bringing the hype shit, bringing the mellow shit, bringing the melodic shit, the harmonies and all that shit. Ouija Mac, I just can't say enough good about this dude. Might be my favorite project from Ouija Mac. I don't know. It's up there, though. Pretty Ugly 2. Ouija Mac came out in the fourth quarter clutch. You know, three at the, you know, the three-pointer at the buzzer was Pretty Ugly 2. This is my favorite rap album of 2021. My favorite rap album of 2021. I, I am still consistently bumping the shit out of this. And, yeah, love this shit, man. Super dope project. Top three songs. Just realized I didn't do a top three for Evanescence, but fuck it. Top three songs for Ouija Max, Pretty Ugly 2 has got to be, this is hard. It's probably going to be hard for these last three projects. I gotta go with Origami. That shit is fire. I love that song so much. That shit is fire. Gotta go with Quiet Game. One of my favorite songs of the year. I love the beat on there. Devereaux killed it. Ouija Mac brought it on there. And then I'll probably go with Say It Much. Super dope song from Ouija Mac. Love love the incorporation of the auto-tune. The harmonies and all that shit, like I said. Ouija Mac absolutely brought it with Pretty Ugly 2. It's number three on the list, but it is my number one rap album of 2021. That's right. The last two projects are not rap projects. But, goddamn, I love these two albums so much. So much, and they both got a shit ton of play. But coming in... At number two, because there can only be one number one, this is going to be a surprise, or maybe not, because I've 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 hyped this project up all year, and you know if you've been listening to my podcast for a long time, I wasn't a fan at first, but I'm fully on board now, and I it's you know number two is going to Oh the Horror with their album 1692, yeah. Damn, I love this project so much. There's a couple songs I do skip on here, but you know, there's 13 tracks total. There's two songs I skip on here. The two songs I skip is All's Fair and Never Found. So that leaves 11 other tracks, and those 11 other songs are just phenomenal. Love 
Love this project, man. It is so good. And then the two songs that I skip aren't even that bad. I'll listen to them sometimes. Like, they're not they're not fucking horrendous by any means. Like, I could listen to this front to back and just be perfectly fine with it. But I do tend to skip those songs from time to time. But, man. You know, when they, when they dropped their first album, Halloween 365, I was like, oh, it's just another rap rock group. But I... Couldn't be anything further from the truth. They they got singing, you know. Um, the beat switch ups, the breakdowns, the screams, the rapping, all of it on this project. They incorporated it so well. I'm looking forward to new music from these guys going forward. And you know, if you're not a fan of pop punk, you probably won't like the project. You know, we got pop punk on here, new metal, rap, fucking. Uh, just like heavy metal shit. Like, I don't even know, man. They mix so many styles on this project and it's just so fire, man. Super dope. Top three songs for me would be Alive. Alive is probably my favorite song on here. Maybe, maybe my favorite, it, but I love that song so much. Alive. And then I got to go with, I'll probably go with Shit. Strange, the very first track on the album. Strange, great way to open the album. Such a dope track. Just, if you don't like that song, you're probably not going to like the rest of the album, but I love that song. Great way to set the tone for the album. And then Eating Me Alive featuring Kellen Quinn from Sleeping With Sirens. Man, that song, that, that should be like a number one radio hit, that song. That shit is so good. Love that shit. Um, Yeah. uh, Oh, the Horrors, 1692, coming in at number two, man. Uh, Well-deserved, because it's just... These dudes are super talented, and they put out a really good album this year. And like I said, I'm looking forward to what they're bringing in the future. We're here. It's the end. The number one album you probably know just by the the podcast artwork. And it's got to go to Lowkey and his project. This is an EP, but fuck it. It's number one. Metanoia. I love this uh, project from Lowkey. Let's get the correct artwork up here up on the YouTube. Number one of 2021. Lowkey. Metanoia. This dude just gave us a straight rock project with a lot of throwback sounds and absolutely killed it. Low-key, one of my favorite underground artists since forever, pretty much. And if you've been following his career the last shit, the last decade, you know that he's been experimenting with sounds, experimenting with the industrial, experimenting with the metal sound. And he just said, fuck it. And gave us a full-on rock project this year with Metanoia. And front to back, I know it's only seven tracks, but front to back, not one bad song on here. He absolutely killed it. I love low-key singing. I hope we get more shit like this in the future. And I just, there's not enough I could say about this project, man. He's my number one most listened to artist on Apple Music. This is, I believe... The number one album on that I listened to on Apple Music, all that shit. And he absolutely killed it with Metanoia. He really did. Um, top three songs from Metanoia. My number one and probably my favorite song of 2021, like my number one favorite song, would be Fade. Fade was the single for this project. And it's such a good song. Super dope. I love that song so much. And then I got to go with probably We Fall. That's some Deftones sounding, you know, kind of sounding song right there. Super dope song. And then number three would probably be Judge Not. That's some Alice in Chains type. Like, we got Deftones sounding shit on here. Alice in Chains. Maybe a little bit of corn on here sounding shit. Like, you could tell who he's influenced by. But, man, Judge Not. 
Fade, We Fall, every fucking song on this album, man. I really hope we get another project like this, a full-length project. That would be super dope because he absolutely killed it with this project. I'm looking forward to, you know, the rest of... I'm just... Everything Loki does, I look forward to. I really do. And if you haven't checked this out, you're a fan of, like, late 90s, early 2000s rock music, like the good quote-unquote classic shit peep this album because it is just super dope it really is and low-key my favorite artist of this year favorite album of this year all that shit my favorite song of this year with fade he absolutely killed it low-key's metanoia number one and that's going to wrap it up for the top 20 albums of 2021, man. Fucking, we did it. You know? The end of the year is here. And we just fucking, we kicking it. We had the year end up, year end wrap up podcast last week. We got the top 20 albums of 2021. Let me know what your top 20 albums of 2021 were, or just your favorite albums. It doesn't have to be a top 20. Let me know what some of your favorite albums of the year were. And thank you for tuning in. Much love. Super appreciated. All that shit. Shout out to Kilimanjaro again for the donation this week. Copy a t-shirt. Copy a hoodie. BeneathDirt.com. All that good shit, man. And just thank you for your continued support. Super appreciated. Much love. And I'm Ron Bone of the Beneath the Dirt Podcast. And until next time, I'm out. Peace.